fucking cool cats and kittens. Oh my god, no, 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 no. Oh, I really like that. <laughs> I can't. Oh, okay. Welcome back to Not Your Normal Day. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for the 22 people who listened to my last episode, and my we, first episode. And we appreciate every single one of you. I, I really mean, do. Just 22 of the best right there. It is funny, because we have 22 listeners on the last episode, and this guy that I want to talk about supposedly killed 22 people. Well, would you look at that? Would you just look at it? Some things you can just tie together. It's that's, bad, but like... <laughs> that's not a normal day. <laughs> no, not your normal day for 22 plus people. I mean, he... He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a case. I'll t- we'll, we'll get into him. We'll yes, into we him. will. All right. So today's episode is about Crystal Searles and Katie Harris. But Crystal Searles happens to be the one that I'm mostly talking about. Okay. Okay. So let's take it back to 1999. I mean, how old were we? Five. We were five. Wow. Five, six, five. Five. Yeah, five. We were just chilling around in kindergarten. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I was. I was graduating. I don't know about me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we were almost into pre- first grade, I think. Okay. Okay. So, 1999. So, on December 31st, 1999, Katie Searles and her little sister, one of her little sisters, was staying at the Harris's household because their mom was moving from Kansas to Del Rio, Texas. Where the Harrisons lived. And so the two kids were staying at their household. While the mom was like kind of trying to get everything in order to move down to Texas from Kansas. Okay. Okay. So while they're just chilling there, you know, they're having a good time with um, Katie in her room and Crystal in that room too. And also Crystal's little sister wanted to sleep in that room. She just wanted so badly to sleep in that room too. But I mean, she's little. She, I think, so Crystal at the time was 10 years old. And her little sister, I think, was seven. Mm. So she was like, no, get out of here. And Katie was 13 at the time. So she was old, like older. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, she was cool. Right. Okay. She was the older kid. So Crystal was probably like, no, like, get away, you know, to her little sister. Like, you can't sleep with us. You need to go in the other room. Okay. Okay. So she tells her little sister to go away. And they, they fell asleep, like, later in the night. It was pretty late, she said. And as they were sleeping... Crystal wakes up to, like, the light on, and she's like, what the heck is going on? She kind of, like, lifts herself out of bed just a little bit, like, leans forward, Mm -hmm. and she sees a man, like, over Katie. So Katie is, like, bleeding and, like, what the heck, and she just sees a man, and then she sees a man slit Katie's throat. (laughs) Yeah. So she sees her friend. And Katie's 13. Katie's 13. Okay. Katie was on the lower bunk, and Crystal's on the top. So she sees her friend throat slit, like, <laughs> and so weird. and at first she sa- she doesn't think that the guy sees her. So the guy starts to walk out of the door, like, kind of try to turn off the light, but then he looks back, oh. and he looks back and sees Crystal. <sighs> yeah. It's a bad hand. And so as Crystal tries to move to the opposite side of the bunk bed, he just reaches over and slits her throat. And I don't know if it's... How tall is this motherfucker? I mean, it's a bunk bed. It's not too tall. It's like a... Think of... I know... Okay, so you're thinking of a bunk bed when we were kids. They were tall to us. But if as parents, 
bunk beds are about as high as we are. You gotta think about okay, it. Okay, like, you know <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna look more into that one because I don't know. But he, he, <laughs> he reaches over. It's not a funny topic, but he reaches over, slits, slits her throat. And she has the mind to just kind of lay there. She doesn't, like... I think she kind of plays dead in her mind. I don't know if she meant to, but she plays dead. Or that guy just didn't even care and just slit her throat and just left. And she didn't think about, like, as she saw this happening, screaming for her parents. So she's not with her parents. She's with Katie Harris's parents. Screaming for parents. I don't know. I think just in that moment, she just wanted to kind of be silent. But she didn't put herself back into bed. Because I'm sure, honestly... If she would have, like, leaned back and just went to sleep, like, pretended to go to sleep, I don't think he would have saw her. But she was, like, a little bit propped up. Like, a little bit. Just where you could probably just see her head as he, like, went to turn around. Mm-hmm. And so, he just, you know, he went back, just tried to finish the job. And what's confusing to me is there was six other people or not six so like four other people in the household so katie or um katie's two brothers and sister i think so oh there was six other people katie's two brothers her sister mom and dad and then um crystal's little sister okay but he just after he did that he just left don't know why but as soon as she heard the door close she got down and went to katie and was trying to comfort her friend. She was like, she was starting to pat her back. And then also was like trying to talk to her, but then realized she couldn't talk. She's like, she was trying to say like, you know, it's going to be okay. Cause her, cause Katie at that point was like, I want to say she's probably choking on her blood, but mm-hmm. she was like making sounds like, like, gurg- like, you know, yeah. she was probably choking on the blood that was in her. Um, but she was trying to comfort her and be like, it's going to be okay. But she couldn't speak because her windpipe was severed and her vocal cords was nicked so luckily it was just it was just nicked but she couldn't speak and he did not hit the carotid no luckily wow yes wow okay yeah so she likes to say in this in this further on that she's just lucky but i think other aspects come into play too so anyways so as soon as she hears Katie stop making those sounds, she realizes she needs to get up. She needs to get out. She needs to go somewhere. Because at that point, she doesn't know if he went to the other rooms. Doesn't know if he's still in the house. Like, So she just books it out of the house. Mm-hmm. And where they lived, it was like an, it was like on a farm. Like if I lived on the farm, I had, I have to go find a neighbor. Oh, okay. So like it's, it's not like door to door. Like there's a neighbor right next door. Right. Like you have to go some ways (laughs) okay so there was no lights on the road but she could see in the distance like a light from like a porch i would assume wait so so she didn't go look at the rest of the house she just beelined no she just went out the door i don't like i can't explain why she was she's 10 years old so i don't know if she thought maybe she didn't want to see if other people were dead or she didn't she just wanted to get out of the house because maybe he was still in the house in the other people's rooms. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think I would do the same. I think if someone came into my room, slit my throat, I would just climb out my window and then go to my grandma's or something. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure I would just want to go find my parents. But her parents aren't there. 
Somebody's parents. I know, but what if... That's like if I went to Austin's house. I would just go find them. Like I know, but what if the killer is in the parents' room? You don't want to go there and be like, hey, and you can't <laughs> even speak and be like, that guy right there standing about what killing you. What 10-year-old thinks of that? I'm just... I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying it. stuff runs through your mind, and so she just books it. She just goes out the door. Okay. This is my All point. right. Okay. <laughs> and she goes about a quarter mile down. And knocks on the first door she sees. And it happens to be, um, his name is Herb Bince. Mm-hmm. And he's a military retiree. Good man. And he was he was lying awake at this hour, because I think it was like 5 in the morning. But it was because it was about to be the New Year celebration. Oh, okay. Like, well, it was into the 31st, but it was about, like, I mean, old people, they just like the news, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so he just lies awake. And he, um, he, he keeps asking, like, who is it? But she couldn't speak. So she just kept knocking on the door. And finally he looks to the people. He sees like a young girl bleeding, holding onto her neck and like pointing at it. Yeah. And so he was like, he he just saw in her eyes that she was like saying like, help me. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a real thing. I know. Like you can. You I've can seen see it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you being in the ER, you could see it. It's awful. I can imagine. And so he, he brings her right in. He calls 911 right away. I was like, I have a little girl here. She has her throat, like her throat is slashed. Like you guys need to come here right away. And as she waits and waits for the police officer, police officers to come, (laughs) she asks for a pen and paper from Herb and she writes down the Harris's are hurt. Tell them to hurry. And will I live? I think there was another another thing she wrote down, but it didn't say it in the article that I wrote down. But it was kind of like jumbled. But um, basically, that's what she was asking. And um, at this point, um, Herb said that Crystal was laying on the floor and going into shock. And she, he was like just kissing her on the forehead and telling her several times that she'd be all right. Right. Even though he really thought she was going to die on his floor. But she was trying. He was trying to comfort her. Yeah. A little well, girl. Absolutely. Um, but thankfully they got there. They got her to, I think the, the close by the Rio, what was it like? What was it? Del Rio, Texas. So they got to that, that hospital, but then you did a live flight her. Mm-hmm. And so that's when they had to call her mom. Who was in what? What was it? Kansas at the time at 6am. She got a call and was like, Hey, we need a life flight. Your daughter to San Antonio. Is that okay? And she's like, yes. Like what happened? And all she heard from them is she got cut in the throat. <laughs> and just being in it, I can't, I can't imagine. Just gives me anxiety. I know. And he just came through a window. Like, an open window. Which I think now and nowadays we know. Oh yeah, things were way <clears throat> different back in the 90s. It was. But anyways, okay, so. She um, makes it to the hospital. She's recovering from surgery and all that, but she still can't speak. But she really, really wants to let everyone know what this guy looks like. Like, try to get it out there. So they get a person to come down and take a sketch. And believe it or not, like, the sketch was pretty accurate that she gave. Like, it was just, like, wild hair, like, curly brown hair, big old beard. And just, like, she got the eyes right and everything. And she's 10. Let me just read this. <laughs> she's, she's 10, 10 years, years old. old. Like, think of us at 10, like... Dude, I wasn't smart enough to make my own breakfast, so... Uh, well, I was, but I can't Well, I can't that's really teach his own, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, 
she really, she just really wanted to get the guy. I think she just probably was scared in the moment, but she just really didn't want this to happen to anyone else. Mm -hmm. And so 48 hours after the crime, they caught him because a friend of the Harris's family recognized his sketch and was like, this is who it is. So he's local. Yes. And it happens to be Tommy Lynn Sells. And they went to church with him. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's believed that he was preying upon Katie. Like, he had a past of sexually assaulting young girls and murdering them, honestly. Like, that was... That was his thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but apparently, he moved town to town, so nobody in this town knew that. Okay, then that makes more yes. sense. Nobody I was in this town... Say, like, no, no, how no. the fuck would you know? No, no. Nobody gotcha. in this town knew that. So, he gets caught 48... 48 hours after the attack, because once they had a lineup, they showed it to Crystal, and she was like, that's the guy. Right. And so they went to his house, and when they walked up to the house, like, he opened the door, he's like, man, I'm glad I finally got caught. I was tired of doing this. <laughs> well, fuck you, man. Just stop. Whatever. <laughs> Just stop. I know. <laughs> Just stop doing it, okay? Just stop it. Dude, or turn yourself in or something. I mean, holy Christ. Honestly, like, like, just be like, hey, I did these murders way back before you did this murder of Katie Harris. Right. Like, if you just really wanted to stop. Ugh. Yeah, you know how freaking killers are. <sighs> they yeah. need it. But the funny thing is, he was planning on leaving. He was planning on splitting town again. And so he was at a he was at a trailer park with his wife <coughs> and her four children. So it wasn't his for his children. But he loved them, like. Right. Somehow he loved. He, somehow he loved them. He didn't love them. <laughs> he would never hurt them. Doesn't <laughs> really love them. Um, but he was planning to leave the next day once the banks opened and he could take the money to leave. But they, but luckily they got him in time. Even though he clearly says he was tired of doing this. Right. <laughs> And um, as he was sitting in jail for those couple months, because before you go to trial, there's a couple months that they're in jail. And he was like, you want to know about the rest of the murders? <laughs> you want to know about the, the other people? Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> and so as he was in there, they had confirmed 22 other murders. And as time went on, he had confessed to like freaking 70 of them, but they could only confirm 22 of them. Right. And once the trial came, Crystal was so freaking excited to get this guy some punishment. Like, she was so excited. Mm -hmm. So she, they ask her before she testifies, like, do you want to walk by him? Or would you rather go into another door so you don't have to? And she was like, I want to walk by this fucker. Yeah. Like, I don't want him to, like, get any satisfaction out of this. So she walks, like, there's a video of her. She walks. Her chest held high, and she looks back at him and is like, what up? <laughs> and she walks to the, the witness stand. And, oh, God, it's just insane to me that she would do that at 10 years old. Just be like, what up, motherfucker? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and so she testifies. She does get a little choked up towards the beginning when she actually has to look at him and realizes, like, that's the fucker that killed my best friend mm -hmm. and almost tried to kill me. And so they have to take like a 15 minute deliberation 
And finally she composes herself. She gets it back and she's like, yes. She closes the case. That's him. Boom. Boom shakalaka. Got him. Got him. (laughs) And just after one hour and ten minutes of deliberation, the jury came back and found him guilty of Katie Harris's murder. And he also got the death penalty for that, which he was executed in the state of Texas on April 3rd, 2014. So now I just want to kind of take you back into like Katie, not Katie, sorry, Crystal, Crystal's past. You just want to say her own name, I know. I know, I do. <laughs> I really, it just is like, Katie, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, Katie Harris was the one that was murdered. I am so freaking Bless sorry. her heart, rest in peace. She was known to be like a freaking beautiful girl, like everything about That's her. That's the worst part. It's it really is. It's thing. always like a freaking badass girl that just, yeah. life cut too short. We're going to teach Anastasia um, to be an assassin. <laughs> Get her into, like, Absolutely. Shit. Okay, we'll do it. But um, back to Crystal's, like, upbringing. When she was young, her parents had gotten into drugs. And so, like, around the age of probably seven, her age, her mom split because she was like, I can't handle this. Like, I need to get clean. But she split without the kids. And there was Katie, or freaking A. Crystal and her two younger siblings. And her mom just left. And I'm sorry, and the mom, like, I'm sure she wanted to leave to get better, but, like, if you want to leave to get better, you take your kids. You don't just leave them with their drug addict father. You could argue that, but I understand. Okay, but she left them with their father still on drugs. That Yeah, that's not cool. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. So, her father's still on drugs. She was the mother of the household. Her father would sleep for days. She had to change her sister's diapers because they were quite younger than her. Mm -hmm. She had to get them food. She had to get them ready for the day, put them to sleep. As well as getting herself ready for the day, going to school. Like, she she counts herself as like, you know, we all have that one kid that's that's fucking so bad. But that one kid that's kind of like smelly and like Mm -hmm. the smelly kid in class, right? Like, you can tell that their parents are neglecting them. Like, you don't think of that as a kid. But now that I'm older, that's what was happening. I think there was a kid in our class that was just like that. Do you remember? Yeah, there was a couple of them. His name was like Andrew or something. Was it Andrew? I don't know. (laughs) But there was some kid. But um, anyways, (laughs) she was that kid. She was the smelly kid. The one that never, no one ever saw her parents. No one ever saw her sisters. Like, she was... Doing everything for herself. Right. Up until her mom finally got clean. And her dad was still doing his shit. Selling drugs. Getting high. And so the mom took the kids. And I think that's when she figured out she wanted a new life in Texas. Right. But at that point, her father had gotten arrested for what he was doing. Selling drugs and all that stuff. Okay. So when this happened, when she got her throat cut, like... Her father was in jail, so he couldn't be there. And she just wanted she wanted her dad to be there like her mom was there. Right. But And you didn't I guess you don't really understand that at ten years old, like I wouldn't understand. No, you, that I mean time. she understood. She's a smart she's a smart girl, and I think it's because she had to grow up so fast. Right. And that's probably what got her out of that situation. She knew kind of what to do to take care of herself mm-hmm. and to get herself help. Right. Because like you said, at ten years old, you don't even know how to make yourself some toast. Nope. Like I mean, I probably did. But okay, you but know you know what, what I mean? <laughs> like, 
So she had that upbringing of having to be the caretaker in her family. Right. And she just didn't understand. Like, once that was over, like, why her dad wasn't there. And as I was watching the 48 hours on this, her dad was on there too. And he was just like, I mean, kind of luckily that I wasn't there because I would have killed him. Yeah, that's where I'd be at. Right? Literally exactly there. Like, it was kind of a wake-up call for him. Like, I need to stop this shit. But he was also like, I would have murdered that guy. Like, even, like, in the video, you can see him, like, kind of side glance because he's like, I would have killed him. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, secretly. But, like, it would have not been good. I I would do the same thing. Yeah. And I I know. I know. I know. With no remorse. (laughs) Absolutely none. None. No, not, I wouldn't blink. <laughs> I would make it worse on that guy. I would do shit to that guy that I can't say in front of people. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. Let's not. No, it'd be bad. <laughs> Fuck no. Well, but anyways, that is Fuck. the story <laughs> of uh, Crystal and then Katie Harris. Can you believe it? No. It's messed up, man. But 10 years old. Like, like that's just... That's the amount of strength I would want at 25 years old. Yeah. That I don't even know that I could muster up. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we probably could. But, like, you just don't expect that out of a 10-year-old. And, like, it's a shame that she went through it. But, dude, her in high school... Dude, nobody's Dope fucking shit. with her. Dope as shit. Nobody's fucking with that with freaking her. scar on her oh, neck. Oh yeah, <laughs> she'll be like, "Hey, I got through this. You know the fuck I could do to you." <laughs> I know that would suck to be like, "What the hell? What's that scar right there?" And just be like, "What the fuck? An assassin came and I Dude, freaking killed seriously. him." Like, <laughs> Jesus. No, but seriously, that's. It's a shame, yeah. you know that it's like, a, yeah. that her friend died like, because like that's something you're never, that, yeah, you're never gonna fix. No, Forget and it's that. so bad for the Harris family too because oh, like, yeah. they're well, losing yeah. the child. Yeah, absolutely. It's so, just... but and that's a really hard situation too for the family because do you... you think about it like think about it with our kids, right? Yeah. Do you feel kind of jealous in a way, like say if your kid didn't survive but another kid did? Right. Do you feel resentment? Like yeah. why did why or do did you she... feel just like great? Because I mean they're church, you... they're church going family, so I feel right. Like they or do feel you feel like... grateful that? Your entire that he didn't kill all of your yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, how do you feel? I I don't it's know. Just so I weird. don't, I don't know. know how you. It could would feel be. That. I can't imagine losing a child, I and I. Kudos to the people that. Do take it. it well, not yeah. do it, but take it well, because I feel like you can either go, which way with it. Yeah. You can either take it as like it happened, and I'm gonna take this from it, or it happened, and my fucking life is well, over. Especially under those kind of circumstances, yeah. like somebody just. Not just like an accident where it's just yeah, like like, something that normally wouldn't happen. Yeah, like somebody literally staked out your family. That's just horrible. But good, good on her. Yeah, good on her. That is. And I think I want to say she was born in 1989 because she was 10 at the time. So yeah, makes sense. So she's around our our um our siblings' age. Yeah. And I don't know. It's the way she talked about it on the 48 hours. She just so badass about it like I can't explain it how she was just like no I'm not scared of that fucker like and she didn't say fucker I'm sorry I shouldn't (laughs) say that but she's just like I'm not scared of him like if I think of him it's never in a negative way it's always in like he 
kind of gave me reason to live, which is, I don't know, you can take it either way, but she, she doesn't give him a time of day. Like she doesn't even think about him. That's good though. Yeah, it is good. I'm just glad he died. Like, yeah. fucking for once, the justice system Snip got down. it right. God bless. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's... Is this a good case? Yeah. Teachers it's heartbreaking. Stuff. I mean, they're all heartbreaking for me. It is. I don't, you know, I don't like this murder stuff. And well, I feel like this is it's why I'm trying to me. tell you this is because, like, this is why I think the way I do. Like, I think that's why I like this case and obviously um, the last Mary Vincent case. It's because at that age, this is literally what I was thinking about. Like, how am I going to survive? Dude, I was literally like... I know, and you were... I was thinking about you in sixth grade. Like, man, I'm going to go give her a kiss today. Like, And I was thinking, like, how? what window am I going to go out of if a shooter comes in this way? Or if, like... No. I know. I do that now. No, this is me my whole life. And I think that's why it's so... Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. Yours are ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. But anyways, guys, that was my episode two of Not Your Normal Day. And that was not a normal day. No, that was not your normal day. I did like that one better than the last one, though. You did? Yeah, it wasn't... I think it was because there was no sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, right? That yeah. that always irks people, and it irks me, too. It's just... Uh, I feel uncomfortable. Yes, and I get that. I hate to be that typical, like, millennial, like, I'm offended. But... It's not a millennial. I don't like it. I would hope older generations would feel uncomfortable about that, I just too. Feel, I don't know. But, yeah, that one was good. I It warmed my soul a little bit more. Yeah. And it could have been way worse, which it, I also really like. Yes. Like, he could have killed the whole family. He could have got away with it. Yes, it's it's just a all-around situation that it, it ended in the best way it could. I guess, Or, yeah, in the best way it could in that situation. Mm-hmm. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like the podcast, give it a follow. I'm pretty sure it helps me out a bit. <laughs> don't laugh. Why are you laughing? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It I does. think. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm new at it. Okay. Okay. Give me. Um. I think you can do ratings. <laughs> if you can, give me five. If you don't like it, don't rate. <laughs> just you know, message me and be like, "Bitch, this is not what I like," and I'll. Go with your feels. Do it to me privately. I know, mom, dad, just do it to me privately. Don't do it on the floor. The people that are actually listening. The people that are actually listening. Um, but like I said last week, stay safe. Stay home. We're still in this COVID-19 stage right now. I'm over it. Everyone's over it. We're ready for summer to come and for us to be out on some beaches, mm-hmm. drinking some Mai Tais or some beer if that's your thing. But stay safe. Stay home. We love you. Toodles. Bye.